You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take a 
to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotel family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you had a good weekend, Juneteenth Day weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, that the weather was accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it was not, and it had to get done, it must be done, and or, or you had to go someplace like the Juneteenth day, <laughs> you got it done. <laughs> right on. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen live, 
just go to the archives at timeforanawakening.com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Also, too, you can go to a shortcut, whatever search engine you use, put in Baba Oshi, B A B A O S H I dot net, Baba Oshi dot net, and there again will be programs that are dated and titled. Also, to listen to the program, you don't have to go to tune in. You can just go right to Time for an Awakening. On the right side of the page will be what's happening on Time for an Awakening at that moment. If it, it, my program is happening, so <laughs> that's right. Go ahead and click on that, and you won't get those commercials that tune in, you know, wants to subjugate you to. So check that out. Other programming we have here, of course, is me. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Friday and Saturday. On Friday, Time for an Awakening comes on at 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, it comes on at 7 p.m. Time for an Awakening. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses. Visit WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. I suggest you go there because a lot of times, and not a lot of times, all the time, if we don't support it, who will? Okay. Brother Bamani Tahimba, Africa for the Africans.org. He um, took a group to Ghana, May 24th to June 5th. Now the next trip, it's a good distance away. It's November. So look, so if you want to go to Tanzania, believe me, you want to go. It's November 16th through the 27th, $4,200. Tanzania. Then he has a trip um, December 24th to January 4th, 2024 for $4,400 to Azenia. Some of y'all know it as South Africa, but it's Azenia family. Okay. Oh, damn South Africa. That's what the Never mind. Let's go on. <laughs> That's right. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia for $4,000. And then July 11th to July 23rd for $4,400 for $4, again is Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, $4,400 to Kemet, or what the Greeks called Egypt, to Kemet. And then April 1st through April 11, 2025, $4,400, Senegal and Gambia. And, of course, go to the website because you can buy land. You can uh, invest. You can look at the, the Pan-African community. You can, re, you, re, you can repatriate. It means you can go live there in Ghana or the other places. All the information that you need to make a trip of lifetime is there. Of course, and if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated.org. Habashah cell stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, they have the organic fest coming up uh, soon. That's right, a few days this weekend. Uh, June 24th to, to the 23rd, excuse me, June 24th, 2023, from noon to 8 p.m., 477 Windsor Street here in Atlanta, and the Organic Fest. They have a garden tours and workshops, a children's corner, 
holistic food vendors, live entertainment, and music. That is Organic Fest, HabashawIncorporated.org. And, of course, remember, uh, they Habashaw's program is Habashaw Works program. They're all uh, um, sustainable growing programs. Black Trout Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Golden Growers, and the Urban Green Jobs. And, of course, the Kashi Project in Ghana was completed and unveiled to the world back in October. So check it out. Go to HabashaIncorporated.org. Ledge Group. Ledge stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. They deal in the four areas of human necessity, human existence. Without it, you will not survive, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects on six different countries in in, uh, in Africa. Over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Ashe. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I B-B-I-T-U-M-I The first annual B-B-I-T-U-M-I conference is coming up. That's right. July 7th through the 9th. You can get it streamed. The live conference will be live streamed. It is in Ghana. It will be at the headquarters. It is uh, the first annual B-B-I-T-U-M-I conference on African power. Hereby convened for the purpose of mapping the strategies, tactics, techniques, and formations that lead to an effective and successful implementation of the once and for all solution to the biggest problems on the planet. As such, we invite presenters able to provide insight and thought and practice in the following areas, which include but not limited to education, military, institutional, economic, agricultural, technological, and family, community, and nation. The venue, of course, is in Ghana, the headquarters of where um, the where Bimiatumi is located, and online for via bimiatumi.com. So check it out. The conference at bimiatumi.com. Oh, okay, Smile Pharmacy is under construction. <laughs> They'll be back. Smile Pharmacy, brothers and sisters, brother Jabril. Check him out when they come back. We'll make that announcement. Okay. Moses West Foundation. The MosesWestFoundation.org. Brothers and sisters, we're, we're asking you to donate to the Moses West Foundation because it provides clean and safe drinking water to communities worldwide through sustainable missions. Has a 509A2 veteran and minority-owned nonprofit organization. We're dedicated to making a lasting impact on the global water crisis with our innovative atmospheric water generator. Atmospheric water generator, AWG technology. We address disaster impact zones, water scarcity, water rescue. I mean, I just saw a piece. I mentioned that on Friday's program. Just saw a piece on the problem with water. You know, just saw it. And, and so, hey, it's real. Climate change is real. So go online to MosesWestFoundation.org and read all the information, look at the videos, all the things that I've done, all the things they propose. And so and you hopefully you make a good conscious decision to support the Moses West Foundation. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located on the West End. 
here in Atlanta, Ralph David Abernathy. And they serve delicious smooth. <laughs> they serve delicious fruit smoothies <laughs> and juice bar. They have all kinds of pastries and delectables and uh, dry goods that you can buy, you know, beans and so forth. And yeah, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. On Saturday and Sunday, they have vegan dishes for sale. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia, she, she's doing great work in terms of enlightening our community, having book reviews and book signings and so forth. Aside from just having all those things for sale because she got books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, gift certificates, all kinds of good stuff at the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Yeah. So. Uh, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. That is east of Atlanta off, off of I-20. Go to I-20 East and exit 74. Make a left. Now you're going north. About a mile or so. And... Um, on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. My good brother, Kazim Diajabo. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373. He has a fine selection of books, T-shirts, all kind of good stuff. At the, uh, He has a red, black, and green shoes. In fact, I got my shoe, my shoe situation squared away. I got the Nat Turner's family. You know I'm very happy. And I got some nice soft walking shoes. Man, love it. The red, black, and green. And then jump back on that road, Main, Main Street, and, uh, you know, go south. And then make another left. That's now you're going east again at the next ed- exit, exit 75, which is Turner Hill Road. Ed- take that exit and make a right. And three lights. Make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. I saw my brother at the Juneteenth Day with the athletics. I love this brother. He's a good brother, you know, and it's designed Af- the sportswear with the African themes, the rebels, the Herus, the Moors, the Omex, the Dogon Seas, the Zulus, the Tutmans, you know, Marcus Garvey. Yeah, good brother. Affordable. He has a place in the new Black Wall Street market. And if there's something going on, like seeing him at Marcus, excuse me, well, we'll see him at Marcus Garvey, but seen him at Malcolm X Festival. Seen him at Juneteenth Day, so right on. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Us lifting us. Ulu, brothers and sisters, check out their Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can check it out on Blog Talk Radio. That's Blog Talk Radio dot com forward slash ULU. But if you want to call to listen or give questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us. Homeland Village Cultural Gift Shop. Brother Beach is not open on Mondays, but from Tuesday through Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. He's got it going on. 
in Macon, Georgia. 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon. Give Brother BJ a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. He's got everything. He's got fashions. He's got clothing. He's got CDs, DVDs, oils, you name it, furniture. Whew. And he also has a vegan restaurant on the premise. So check out Brother BJ at um, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon. Sun Goddess Sense, Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop, located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. There you'll find my good sister, Shelly Amonset. Give her a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti.org Sanjay-Haiti.org This is Sister Gabby who's doing a great job who educating the children in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. She has not only education but deals with health care. Not only with health care but sustainable agriculture. Not only that, entrepreneurship. You have to check it out, brothers and sisters. Go to Sanjay S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, dot org. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Akaban House, Akaban Institute, Baba Baruti. I'm going to make this announcement now with, as it concerns Baba Baruti. And that is the, uh, the Juneteenth repatriation, excuse me, the Juneteenth Day reparations virtual teaching which is today it started at 9 p.m. and it goes excuse me it started at 9 a.m. and it continues um, to 9 p.m. actually 10 a.m. it started at 10 a.m. Eastern 10 a.m. Eastern 10 a.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. tonight and uh, let me see if I can make this bigger so I can read this to y'all you know yeah, that's just, that's there it is. Okay, okay, because there's a website that you can connect with it, you know, to watch it, you know, and browse. And uh, just too much to read here. For information, go to www.nbpp.org. www.nb pp.org okay the lineup is great and, it's, and they're having a, about a person every hour or so I know Baba Baruti is, is uh, at 12 12 o'clock so that's 1 o'clock our time as, we, as I'm getting off I'm going to try to catch Baba Baruti and uh, his presentation uh, is uh, underplaying Retribution, okay, from 12, 12 Central will be 1 o'clock. The times are central time, so you adjust the hours. And uh, Brother Kofi Taharka, the National Black United Front, National Chair, his is MBUF reparations work and the Sugar Land 95. That's at 11, that's right now, with Brother Kofi Taharka. 
my good brother Bashir Muhammad Akanyele Bata, white supremacy in the reparations movement that is at um, three o'clock this afternoon. Going to check that out, brother Jamoke Afenteo, reparations, self determination and separation. He's at one thirty, which is two thirty this time. And uh, let me see anybody else that we Professor James Smalls Juneteenth Day at six o'clock this evening. Uh, oh yeah, brother Abdulli Muhammad. Uh, NIA Southwestern Regional Rep. What would true reparations look like? He's at four o'clock this afternoon. And uh, let me see tonight. Yusuf Shabazz remembering the Black Holocaust. And and on the end of it, uh, Robert Williams healing and repairing the psychological diet of coping. Okay. There's so many others, brothers and sisters, that is um, today, June 19th, Eastern Time, from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. tonight. So if you want to, once again, for more information, go to www.nbpp.org. nbpp.org. All right. So Papa Rudy be appearing on that. Let me go ahead and read the Enye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought so we can get this party started. Okay, what we're going to talk about today, because we're going to talk about, of course, what today is, which is Juneteenth Day. Yes, it is Juneteenth Day. June 18th, until we break the monopoly that the oppressor has on our minds, liberation is not only impossible, it is unthinkable, for one is not likely to achieve what one cannot even conceive. That's one of my favorite quotes, and that's by Dr. Malana Karinga. I mean, I've been saying that over 30-something years, until, until we break the monopoly that the European has on our minds, the oppressor, the cracker. Liberation not only impossible, it is unthinkable because what we can't conceive, we cannot achieve. Sometimes warriors intend on being African well, and they feel that they are in a battle for their sanity against themselves. That voice and video projector in their head seem to be on autopilot, determined to force them into embracing non-African thoughts and images. At times, it can be most demoralizing, having to spend so much energy fighting against an insanity-driven rogue mind. Even worse, as we progressively become more African-centered, this mind becomes more determined and disrespectful, like a bad habit clinging desperately to its formerly compliant host. Seasoned warriors tell us to take this desperation as a sign of impending doom for this wayward consciousness. These disturbances to your African peace will begin to dramatically decrease with every focused effort you make to wane yourself of European insanity. You gotta wane yourself of that insanity. Do not fault yourself for the difficulty. Recognize that to some degree all warriors are recovering addicts 
whose minds were held captive by the drug of European insanity. And with dealers all around, it is a habit hard to fully break. However, because you're in the midst of it, family, you're in the midst of it. You were bombarded 24-7 with it. However, with a creative knowledge of self and sufficient doses of revolutionary awareness, in time, the, the, the distractions will cease. You will again be free within yourself. Ashe. Affirm, I am not disarmed or distracted by the lure of insanity. Affirm, I am not disarmed or distracted by the lure of insanity. June 19th, Juneteenth Day. As African person, I call upon the spirit and wisdom of our ancestors, the cosmic forces of truth and justice to be with us, to strengthen our sense of responsibility and help us to recapture our minds, to restore the knowledge and the love of self, to learn to study, to create, to build, to plan, and to work together for our survival as individuals, and has a community, Sister Fanny Clark. We are nothing without our ancestors, for we are the culmination of all those who came before us who make up our lineage. No truth is more fundamental to the African sense of self, community, and nation than this. Africans understand themselves as spiritual beings first and physical entities second. We measure our worth and essence from that which comprises our highest state of existence, the spiritual self. Hori Mocket, who the Greeks call the Sphinx, Hori Mocket, Heru of the Horizon, Hori Mocket symbolizes this human transformation, spiritual supremacy rising out of ignorance and ruled by physical appetites. It represents the power of human discipline in overcoming base temptations and understanding that temptations were there to challenge you into a deeper moral consciousness and higher spiritual existence. Every step toward a knowledge of our spiritual self is an elevation. If we look at our ancestors' spiritual development, we have no choice but to assess the current rule of body over mind as a atropic degeneration. Body over mind. We have to we have to reverse that to mind over everything, especially the body. That's what the symbolization of Hori Market is. The head of a man and the body of a lion. The lion is king in the jungle. Am I, am I not correct? So then why would you put your head on the body of a lion? Because you are king. You are higher than animal nature. You suppress animal nature. You are king. Affirm, I measure my worth and essence from that which comprises my highest state of existence, my spiritual self. Affirm, I measure my worth and my essence from that which is comprises of my highest state of existence, my spiritual self. Brothers and sisters, once again, the Inya Sassim of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah. Yep, the Inya Sassim of daily revolutionary thought. Today is June 19th, Juneteenth Day. I want to uh, really give thanks to Brother Bob Johnson. I'll try to get him on. I'm going to get him on real soon because 
I want to talk about the success of Juneteenth and believing going out there uh, to the Centennial Park, to Centennial Park in uh, Atlanta. It was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, when Saturday, great crowd. Uh, he had to set up really nice. I mean, just fantastic. I'm not sure if that'll be, because I've been to Juneteenth uh, here in Atlanta, a number of places, different venues. In fact, one time it was even at uh, uh, Morris Brown, Morris, Morris Brown College, which is, of course, has been uh, decommissioned for quite a few years, a few decades now. And uh, that was cool, but small. But this was off the chain, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of them. I, I even seen, well, of course, you know, it's open. So anybody can come. So there were a lot of Caucasians there. Not a lot. Let me stop that. There were some Caucasians there and others there, uh, a- Indians, Asians. And so, I mean, you know, because it's open. It's open, you know. Even even seen Hare Krishnas. Man, I ain't seen no damn Hare Krishnas, <laughs> you know, banging the drum with the, with the chants and shit. In decades, Hare Krishna's man, and but it was beautiful. It it it, it was beautiful, and I think that's what's going to be happening because, of course, today is actually June nineteenth, but it's also the um, Monday that has been designated, which is the day after Father's Day, the third Monday of the of June, the third Monday of June, like the third Sunday of June is Father's Day. So I'm I'm thinking, I haven't heard anything official, but I'm thinking that they're going to have uh, Juneteenth Day and Father's Day culminating together for a weekend thing, you know. Oh, but look what happened this past weekend. Whew! Damn! 17 dead? 60 people shot all across the country? Even one law enforcement person was shot and killed. A lot of teenagers lot of teenagers that's fact that was mostly and and once again and these mass shootings I, I i can't say for sure what the racial breakdown of it or cultural breakdown of it was i would venture to say a lot of them were us you know a lot of them were us because it seems we've been trained that if we come to an event that we ain't gonna get along and if I say something or I step on you, whatever, you know, you got to die. I'm going to pull. It ain't no fight. Oh, yeah? Well, come on here so I can whoop your ass. No, that that ain't happening. <laughs> pull my piece and shoot your ass and anybody else near you. Yeah. And so even though this will be uh, another Memorial Day Labor Day, whatever day, on a Monday, you know, which stretches the weekend out. And for many years, Chicago has been leading the way with foolishness. So, yeah, yeah. But I, I, my hat's off. There was no incidents in Atlanta, as far as I understand, listening to the news nobody reported any incident particularly on the on the grounds at um 
Centennial Park, you know. And the tough part it is, just like today in Milwaukee, and of course in Galveston, Texas, they will continue, I believe Milwaukee will continue to celebrate Juneteenth Day on the 19th. On the 19th. I don't know if they'll succumb to say, hey, you know what, we, we can do what Atlanta has done, make it a you know, three-day celebration, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or two-day celebration, Saturday and Sunday, with the actual federal holiday being that Monday. Yeah, uh, Biden did this in 2021. The Juneteenth is, and of course, the, the Juneteenth Day flag, which is, has been developed some time ago, but now it's become very prominent, which I can't stand. Because it's red, white, and blue. They ain't our colors, damn it. You know? It's the red, black, and green. You know, my, in fact, probably some of some of the, of the, uh, the of this program today is proposing, is posed, damn, Oshi. Some of the program today is posing a question. What is the most significant celebration or commemoration or acknowledgement that we should pay more attention to and give more energy to? Is it Kwanzaa? Is it Juneteenth? You know, is it Malcolm X's birthday? Dr. King, the King celebration, which is, of course, a Monday. Is a Monday closest to his birthday. You know, third Monday. You know. Or is it, as far as I'm concerned, African Liberation Day, which, of course, has been changed by them Negroes and their influence by the Europeans to Africa Day. That don't say shit. Africa Day. No, it's African Liberation Day. Because in Crackers, they wanted you saying liberation. Here, I'm going to play this piece right quick. I want to play this to you. Listen to this piece. Okay, I told you about the um, today, the June 10th, and I'll mention again when I, when I go off. But this is Boris Cujo. This is Boris Cujo. I don't know the radio program he's on. It's almost like, um, but I don't, I don't think it's Breakfast Club. It's, it's someplace. It's hot, 97. Some, so I don't know. But he's talking about Pan-Africanism. I always liked Boris Cujo and his wife, uh, Nicole Eric Parker. They're cool people. But this is Boris Cujo. Check it out. Uh, little countries like Mali and, and, and uh, former French uh, colonies were uh, locked into these predatory loans and deals where they didn't have the right uh, to really decide what was best for them. Is it true most of France's financial wealth right now is still built on $500 billion a year? From Africa. From Africa. Wow. 500. That's a lot And is it true that the deals are such that an African nation that has this deal with France cannot do business around the world with their natural resources without the first right of refusal with France? First right of refusal is in And they can still tell them no. Mm -hmm. They can still tell them no. So if they've dug gold, coffee, cocoa, whatever, they go to France like, hey, you guys want this? And they say, nah. And they say, okay, we're going to sell it over here. France can still say, nah, you can't do that. That's so insane. And and all those nations still um, run on the French franc, which is also 
hilarious because even France uh, has Goes the, on euro. the euro. Exactly. So wait, they buy money from France with their own natural resources. So, yeah, and if they don't, that's comply, not even worth anything in France. Yep. And right. if they don't comply, the faucets turn off immediately. And and you gotta you gotta imagine it this way: uh, these countries are small. They have so-called independence, but they're small, and they're they so they don't they're really powerless. It's almost like saying, look, if if Kentucky was a was a country, right? They would be bankrupt in, in three days. That's just that's just how it is, right? Unless so it's basically sharecropping, the sharecropping plantation, post plantation kind of exactly. formula where it's exactly. basically like, yeah, you colonialism got your own farm, is live but and you'll well. Never, yeah, you'll never get out from under yeah. the thumb of the no, plantation no. owner. That's why the the African Free Trade Commission is so important uh, to help these kind of nations take part in, in free trade along along other countries in Africa and therefore collectively uh, gain 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 more power in terms of economic development and infrastructure and so that all those contracts don't go out to the Chinese and, 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 and other countries institutions like World Bank coming in and, and cleaning up. So it's it's a very, very important move and a first step in the right direction. And has there been any pushback, blowback from as this thing, because it feels like it wasn't 30 days that we got home and the United States had turned off visas in Ghana because of some mm-hmm. issue they had. And, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the president of Ghana was like, you can't build your military base here. And there's been like this whole kind of a little bit of static, a little bit of dust up. Yeah, well, I, I think it's important that we, we get to a place where um, the, the, the visa process is, is simplified to a point where people can 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 uh, travel back and forth as much as they want. Um, well, we have now, His Excellency went to Jamaica, and Jamaicans can and Ghanaians can travel back and forth. He went all through the Caribbean. Yeah? Yes, went all through the Caribbean, and he's working on it. I mean, you, you've met him. He's he's just a he's just a very progressive, innovative, smart um, guy who is not afraid to rattle the cage, and he's been doing that, and and that's why we got involved as well because I. I wasn't always a fan of of, um, of heads of states over there until he showed up and and I met him and he really is a guy who who, who understands um, not just the economic needs but also um, you know in in order to 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 achieve all these goals that 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 we have there has to be African unity um, socially politically educationally. Um, and he is somebody who understands that, and he's somebody who leads the pack. He really knows how to communicate with other African leaders and get them, get them on the same, um, get them to work uh, for the same things. You're German. Um, it says here in my notes. That That's a. They have a stop it right there. Yeah. Outstanding piece that I heard, and I want to share that with you. Um, you know Boris Kujo. I, I, I always kind of admired him anyway. I know I've heard him speak on on things uh, African previously because he is, I believe he is Ghanaian or Nigerian. I think he's Ghanaian. But anyway, uh, that's and you heard what he said. That's why to me, what's more important than celebrating. The fact that these crackers got two and a half more years of free labor out of our people and celebrating while 
many of our people, as Brother Brother Ralph said, how can we celebrate something when people are still? And also, too, listen to this. Listen to this, family. Let's be real. Juneteenth really didn't do anything for us as a people. Yes, it freed us from the physical bondage, but it offered no remedy. It offered no remedy. We didn't get any land. We didn't get any assistance. What we got was sharecropping. What we got, in fact, in uh, talking with a sister last night uh, about the Emancipation Proclamation, I've never read it. I don't give a damn about it. But what she said is there's some there's a, there's some language in there that says after you've been free, but you should work for your former and have them pay you. You should go to your former captives, your former slave owners, and have them pay you. Because this document and the government ain't going to do nothing for you. Sometimes we just got to, and, and brothers and sisters, if you listen to me in this program, sometimes we just have to keep it real. Like I said, I, I've celebrated Juneteenth Day when I first came to Milwaukee. Not I can't. When it first happened in Milwaukee, in 1971 I was there in 2021 for the 50th anniversary and glad to be there and the only time I missed a Juneteenth day prior to that is when I came on the fire department I couldn't get a trade but every time it was a great street festival it was good to see friends it was a good environment but also too there were some problems there too because it's a free street festival and it's on one street for about four blocks so there's so many entrance entrance points entrance points that people can come in and just do stupid stuff and that's happened you know and the same thing with Centennial Park now maybe in the future they'll close it off and put a two entrance or three entrance points where you have to pay a nominal fee five dollars something like that because maybe he can get some great entertainment or some good local entertainment get you know get some good local entertainment because a lot of good actors and uh, acts come out of Atlanta you know so I mean all these things are possible but just as a celebration okay I understand but I understand deeply so much more so much more you know because after it was signed and implemented, then came sharecropping, convict leasing. And in convict leasing, you know, these crackers, they just, if, if you uh, get the book without sanctuary or get the documentary, brothers and sisters, go to PBS. Maybe it's on YouTube. Maybe it's on YouTube. Go to convict, um, go to without sanctuary, without sanctuary. Caucasian with the book and and it's sad what these Caucasians have done to us I mean it's sad after the so-called emancipation because you could just be walking down the street not only could you be lynched but you could be in prison you walking down the street he they nab you trumped up charges throw you in prison and then job you out to the mind job you out 
to the field, job you out to the railroad, whatever it is that, that, that these people say they want, they want some laborers. And they pay. They pay that entity, the, 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 the railroad and so forth, will pay that to that county or that sheriff. They ain't paying you a damn thing. And then when you go in there, they offer you a commissary to buy some cigarettes or buy some candy, whatever. And then they say, oh, you owe. So you got to work more. Work this off. In, in the documentary, the brother points, the brother, in the documentary, the Caucasian points to a, a situation where a sister was looking for her brother. She found him, but it was too late. Because he was working in a mine and they weren't adequately, they were not adequately, damn, adequately dressed to work in a mine. They didn't have rubber shoes or boots. They were constantly wet. He got sick and he died. And that's just it. He died. Yeah. So we're going to take a break soon, and when we come back from that break, we'll open up the phone lines. And uh, and today is, you know, today is uh, Juneteenth Day. And like I said, I'm posing a question. What celebration, what commemoration do you think is more valuable to our community that we should put more attention to. Like I said, I'm not going to miss any words. It's African Liberation Day by a wide margin as far as I'm concerned because that's what we're talking about. That's what we talk about on this program, family. That's what we talk about on this program. Independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. We talk about pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. We ain't talking about uh, 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 making it more easy for you as an individual to uh, seek your fortune and, and you got yours and now you happy and you know to hell with everybody else I got mine you get yours you know that's the mentality that you're given in this society that you know racism and, and all bigotry on that's old that's that's past it's a this is a this is a open and free society. You are just as uh, able to go to school and attain things uh, as much as anybody else. And and then when you do, you can access money. You can access loans and so forth. You can access neighborhoods. Some have. I'm not going to argue against that. I don't argue what an individual does. I never have and I never will. What an individual can do, I don't argue against that, but what an individual can do is pale and weak by comparison to what we could do collectively. To what we can do as a a people who are whole and are supportive of one another. As an individual, that's why we don't have no businesses. Here in Atlanta, we don't have a, a damn supermarket. 
We don't have a lot of businesses here in this city, this so-called chocolate city, where some have compared this to Wakanda. This ain't no damn Wakanda. We don't have a lot. In many places where people who are foreign to us, Koreans, Indians, Arabs, they come directly from their countries into our community. I never forget when I was at the NACP. Yes, that's right. I used to be with the NACP. I was vice president of the of the Milwaukee chapter at the NACP. Me and my good brother, who was the executive director, brother, you've heard him on the program many times, brother Muhammad Abdullah. We took a train to Denver, Colorado, to the national convention where Ronald Reagan spoke to the convention. <laughs> but one thing that always stuck with me since 1980 40 years ago was the brother from Philadelphia who talked about his community as it was and what it began to transition to and when I got back to Milwaukee I seen the same thing all these Arabs buying up the businesses in his community literally in tears the same thing and they have no legions. They, they're Arab, but they, they sell pork. <laughs> They'll sell you pork. <laughs> Cigarette, loose cigarettes and so forth. Yeah. We don't have the control. Juneteenth didn't do that. Juneteenth didn't do a, Jim, Juneteenth didn't do that family. Yeah, we celebrate the fact that now finally word is clear, clear across the land, so to speak, if that is the case, that we's free. So let's party. I heard Roland Martin, old no neck Roland Martin the other day said, we shouldn't do that. The main thing we should do on Juneteenth is talk about how we come together to pull resources to do things in the community. I have no problem with that. I agree. I agree. How we how we pull resources and get other entities to financially support within our community. Because they always talk about the amount of money that the American African community has. You know? And that if we were a, a, a country, we'd be either this, that, or the other. All the amount of money that we have. I maintain a lot of it is just goes towards living. You know? It ain't like we got a lot of discretionary income as a people collectively. Now, we have some billionaires, just a few, a few. And of course, we have some millionaires, but, you know, a number of them, a few, you know. And, and then those are brothers and sisters who are making good money and they live in gated communities and cul de sacs and subdivisions and so forth but they don't come together and say hey listen let us we live you know 10 15 miles outside or half an hour 40 minutes outside of the city that we work in let us build come together put the money together and build a strip mall near us so we have a place to, to shop have a grocery store that can that can uh uh, uh you know, employ our children. 
I tell you. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back from the break, uh, there's a number of people already holding. I can't wait to talk to y'all on this Juneteenth day. And let me know what you think. Let me know that uh, you think what you think of what I'm saying. You know? I want to know what you think. Yeah. So. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on TimeForAwakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. That was James Brown. <laughs> I love it. That was from 1974, Soul Train. Live, James Brown. Papa don't take no mess. And give me, give me my thing. Yeah. James Brown. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We're going to uh, go to the phone lines and see who's out here. Let me catch uh, Baltimore, 443-443. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Baba Oji. This is Brother Irv Lewis. How are you? I'm doing well, my brother. How are things going with you, man? Brother, uh, every day on this side is a good day. I'm yes, good, brother. Yes, it is. I am good. I, <laughs> I woke up ready to fight. But then again, I went to bed ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But no, my brother, I was listening to you speak, and uh, what uh, you're absolutely correct in what, what are we celebrating and why are we celebrating. And I, I think we, as, as, a, as a people in this country, we're torn between uh, – a double consciousness, mm. and and yeah. we can't help but be that. Marcus Garvey spoke of that. Mm-hmm. We we can't help but be in that place because this country uh, tells you from from the day you 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 uh, understand what's going on that you are an American. Then they don't tell you you were captive that you were brought here. You're you're mm-hmm. captive, but they tell you you are an American. Now you're either going to be an American or you're you're either with us or you're against us. And we don't have, we don't think there's another option for us. Yeah. And I say this all the time on the show. Well, the, well, the problem though, you know, brother, but, you know, I'm, I'm again. but the problem of course is that we're American without privilege and we're African without memory. So we're in a, we're in, we're in a tough, tough situation, a very tough, difficult situation for us to recapture our minds is going to be different, difficult because of the idea of being American. And, of course, we've been trained to hate being African. So it's, it's a tough situation. I'm sorry, Brother Green. No, you're absolutely correct. You're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Any, anything that any see, white people understand, understand, people identify themselves as white, they understand, the ruling class, understand that if you have any crack in your armor, it will be exploited. So there's nothing that's going to, to connect you to Africa. Nothing. We have a, a, a festival here in Baltimore called the uh, it's a, it's an African-American festival. That's what it was when I was little. Now it's called the Afram. And even even naming that to the Afram takes it out of Africa. What's it got? It's an Afram. So what does that actually mean? Um, the Italian festival is not called the Italian Fram or the Jewish festival is not the Jewish Fram. It's the Jewish festival. So what white people understand is that any any crack in the door, any niche in the armor, there is going to be exploited. Someone's going to ask the question, we Africans? Why don't we have on African clothing? Why don't we speak any African language? Why don't we eat any African food? Why? And plus, that's so far from here. And I like America. I've never been to Africa. They have jungles there. These are the things that we're told as, as, a, as, a, as a people. We're indoctrinated with these thoughts to put in our mind so that we won't ask the question because – 
even the World Bank and the what's that thing, the Red Cross ship and the Good Ship Hope and the and the Peace Corps, all those were agents agents for imperialism. All those things are you you have no you have no black no Africans in decision making positions in this World Bank or in this uh what's this the uh, what's this damn thing called the the, the the UN and all these big these places these are run by Caucasians mm-hmm. these yeah. things and and this and the and the money piece is you gotta remember money is is the is the Caucasians God so and enable for him to to be powerful. He has to rape you. He has to take what you have. And and what's going to happen eventually, and this is what is, they're so afraid of, is that African people are just going to say, we've had enough. We're not going to pay you anything else. We're going to create our own. We're going to have our own money. We're going to – we're not giving you any. So what are you going to do? You're going to kill all of us and come over here? What exactly are you going to do? Because we – are willing to die for what we're talking about. We're not going to, but we're willing to. And, that's, and that scares white people. Yeah. So, but as long as we can keep the, the black people uh, cannibalizing each other, as, as Amos, Amos Wilson said, as long as, uh, as long as the oppressed cannibalizes themselves for the pleasure of the mm-hmm. insatiable appetite mm-hmm. of the oppressor, then he's all yeah. right. Yeah. He's good because y'all gonna Stephen A. Smiths and the Shannon Sharps and yeah, and, and, and even them. even the Cornell Wesses they're gonna mm. keep talking about uh, we, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and you're talking I mean I, I mean I even go as far as to say that the honorable and I say the honorable Louis Farrakhan he's been talking for years mm-hmm. and what have black people and what and what have we done where have we moved the needle and all of these these these, these leaders tend to talk. But very few of them can move the needle. Very few of them can put it into action. I'm not taking – you take what you can use and leave the rest. But there's some things that we can do right now. But it's going to piss white folks off. Are you willing to pay that price? Are you willing to, to have them uh, not like you? You know, you know I, I, don't, I don't like him. Who gives a damn who likes who? It's about your children. It's about your legacy. Right, your You're not going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Deal with – accept your mortality. You're going to die. But before you do, leave a footprint in the sand that has to be explored by someone and say, what exactly did that guy, uh, what's his name, Adelabu? What was he about? What was Amos Wilson about? What was this guy Clark about? They don't even ask those questions. I want to hear a Nicki Minaj record, not Nicki Minaj, Cardi C, Cardi G, whatever whatever damn name is. We want to hear those dance, shake your butt records. And the lady said, it's just Juneteenth and we can go have a barbecue. Have yeah. a barbecue. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I'm gonna run to Walmart and spend some money and get some GMO food yes. so that my little boy can eat this soy so he can turn into a homosexual. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, we can't talk about that. Um, anyway, because <laughs> he got to race, he got to race these girls later on today, mm. so, and he's gonna win because he's scared to race the boys. Anyway, but my point is, it's all about how you feel now. But who cares a damn about what how black people feel? When did, you, when, did, when did white folks care? That, you know, I feel like a woman, so I feel. So we got to make sure you feel good. Everybody's got to feel good, except black people, because we keep latching our wagon on to somebody else's, because you know, Oshie, we black and brown now. Yeah. And I didn't say nothing wrong with the brown brothers, but when you going to latch on to outwet your wagon onto my wagon? Yeah. When you going to march with me, not because of George Floyd, because for repar- when we going to march for reparation? When we going to do that? Because I know you came out for um, what's his name? Uh, Rodney King, you know, uh, Martin Luther King's son that got killed. So you 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 know all the history, but you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So why ain't we? 
we have to we have to be black, all black, all day, every day. I and I interchange those two those two words, black and and and. and but I'm, what I'm really saying is American African. And I and I explained that to someone yeah. the other day, and they got it. Instantly. They got it. They got it. Right on. Instantly. Right on. Thank you. And, oh my God! They yeah. said, "Really? Yeah, Africans all over the world, brother. We That's just right. happen to be in America, so we're American Africans. Right. We was born in Brazil. We be Brazilian Africans. That's right. And they said, "Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. What do Africans. you think the Chinese call themselves when they're here? Mm-hmm. They're American Chinese. Yeah. They still, they still, they still connected to their homeland. Mm-hmm. We connected to." We're connected to nothing. Yeah. We're connected to now. It's, it's, it's election season, so now it's on and popping now. Because you know, all of a sudden, Donald Trump got fame. I'm, oh, I'm so scared of Trump. We got to, we got to anybody but him, anybody but Trump. Or we vote for Donald Duck or Goofy, because that's who we voting for. Because you're gonna have in four years what you got in the last four years. Nothing. It's status quo. Mm-hmm. Obama kept asleep. And that's what this is about. But we, you know, you got to vote, Osha. You can't sit it out. You can't say you can't stop buying. I think, and I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna get off after this. I believe that Juneteenth, Juneteenth, should be the one day that all black people buy something from a black person. I say a black there you business. Go. That's it. Yeah. We buy. We go out of our way to find something to buy from a black business. I didn't say a gay business. I didn't say a brown business. I didn't say a Korean business or Pakistani or Arab. I said American African, a person of African descent. Buy something from it. If it ain't nothing but a pack of a, a bag of potato chips, hell, mm. buy something from And if 40 million black people do that all on one day, it will change the financial landscape of this country. And it'll, it'll scare the hell out of white folks to know that we can do something but also, yeah, but also Something too, also exactly, also too, it'll show us our ability to finally set aside all the petty differences and ignorance and foolishness to come together to do something for ourselves, to do something that will show our children that something that we can come together and pull our resources and you know do for ourselves. It, it is. All come right. on now, I say, I say. All right, dear brother. Brother, I want to get off and let somebody else talk. Right. You know, I can talk forever. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. A talk show host in training, you know. <laughs> so we can, we can... <laughs> right on, right on, brother Herb. Okay, okay, brother. Go ahead, my brother. I'm standing by. Okay. Keep it moving, brother. I say. Two six seven, two six seven. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, brother Oshi, uh, brother Ralph. Brother uh, Ralph, it's so man, good to hear no. your voice, man. I tell you, and you know how I yes, think sir. about you, dear brother. I have reverence for you, man. You're, you're the reason yes, why I've been on this long, on this platform this well, long, and so forth. I appreciate you, man. I really do. I appreciate you, too, brother. Right on, right but on, brother Ralph. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 make it short, get straight to the point, tick a few people off like I ticked off my family and friends <laughs> up here. You know, I mean, because I just try to be honest as I can. If I'm, yeah. if I, I'm, I'm honest with myself so I can, you know, what the hell are y'all celebrating? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some captives, some some of our ancestors that were captives didn't know the other captives thought they were free. And since we're celebrated, we're still captives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, 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 you know, Malcolm, Brother Malcolm X, who's my role model, I love that brother. He said self-defense is not violence. Self-defense is intelligence. Now, 
if you know these people did that to you, mm-hmm. why are you out here partying, shaking your ass, drinking, and smoking weed all over the place instead mm-hmm. of picking up firearms so it'll never happen again? Mm-hmm. And if it does, try, if they do try to have it happen again, you got enough ammunition. If they take you down, you made a statement. So, you know, I, I understand what Brother Rick is saying. So I don't like to be completely honest over these airwaves. Mm-hmm. But some things got to be said, man. We sound so foolish sometimes. And, you know, like uh, uh, Brother Malcolm made things so basic. He said make it plain. Self-defense. Self-defense. Self-defense is not violence. It's intelligence. But I keep seeing our people, hands up, don't shoot, no justice, no peace, switching around with their uh, flip-flops on. Come on, man. You know, Mm -hmm. so I I just had to call in and vent how I feel. I hear you, brother. Because, you know, what are we celebrating? I mean, think about it, brother Oshie. That's why I had to text you this morning. I get so sick and tired of the foolishness. Yeah. Out here partying with rap artists because some of the captives, our ancestors, our ancestors, they are us. They didn't know that they were still being mistreated and whipped upon because the other people, the other captives thought they were free, but they became what you call them, sharecroppers, mm-hmm. having their money stolen out of these banks, mm-hmm. getting their farms stripped from them, but yet we're free. Get the hell out of here, man. Mm-hmm. I just had to call in with that, man, oh. because uh, I get so sick and tired of the foolishness. Everything, Anything this animal gives us to celebrate, we show him we're the captives we are because we celebrate it. Mm. So I'll just leave you with that, my brother. Right on, Brother Ralph. And I'll continue listening. All, All right. right. Well, listen, man, when you get back, uh, I want to talk I want to talk to you on the air, man. Of your, of oh, your yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a good experience, yeah. man. Right on. So I'm going over there with my eyes wide open. You I know what you. I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah. All right, my brother. All right. Peace to you. Thanks, Take Ralph. Take care. Thank you, Brother Ralph. Yeah, man. Brother Ralph. Yeah, he's spirited. I always love that. Love that in him. Yeah, he heard me on Blog Talk Radio many years ago, and he introduced me to Brother Elliot with Time for an Awakening, and I uh, appreciate that. And so I've been on this platform now for, ooh, I don't know, six years? Yeah, something like that. So I've been I've been here. Um, it'll be seven years, eight years. Yeah. So... Yeah, getting back to what we're talking about, a few people were were on the line, but decided not to stay on the line. But give us a call back at two one five four nine zero nine eight three two two one five four nine zero nine eight three two. Yes, brother Irv, go ahead. Oh, really quickly, the brother that was just speaking, brother Ralph, he was he was right on point with what he was saying. What are we? Uh, what are we celebrating? But Malcolm also said something that I thought was relevant. He said, when you ask someone for freedom, you you assume that they have freedom to give you. Mm. In other words, <laughs> white, white people can't give you your freedom. You can't get you. They don't have the freedom. They can't give you freedom. They can't 
No one, you, uh, uh, freedom is, is in you. Mm-hmm. Freedom is not something that you go to the store and get or a proclamation. It's in you. And if you are not prepared to defend your freedom, it will quickly be taken away from you. I say. And this is what, and this is what white people know. They know this for true. That's why they never say the word liberation to black people. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the only one on the radio. I've, I've listened to Roland Martin. I've listened to uh, MSNBC. They never said liberation for black people in the same show. And why do they not say that? Oh, she, it, it, uh, because they know that if you get in your head that you can do for yourself, that's why. Why do you think Elijah Muhammad was, was banned from try, trying to ban him? Because he said do for self and kind and to know yourself, mm-hmm. knowledge of self. And we don't need white folks to give us anything. We, you, nothing. And nothing's going to be nothing. given anyway. Oh, she. Yeah. I mean, come on, and 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 you know what integration has done to us. You can see it right now. Mm-hmm. Integration, integration has got us where we are right now, bro. bro. Yeah. yeah. I, no. I I just wanted to say that I, I didn't mean to, to jump in, no, but no. I just could not. That brother was so on point. Oh yeah. Uh, with the whole, we going to the rap. Our our leaders are, are entertainers. But yet white folks' leaders are lawyers and, oh, yeah. and doctors. Industrial, industrialists and so forth. But yes, for our leaders, our leaders are, are, you know, entertainers and, and church people. But their leaders were, Yeah, you church know. people. <laughs> and, and, and then when you, when you do have, yeah, church people. But when you do have someone who has intelligence, like a, a, a Claude Anderson. Claude Anderson never says anything about a church. He may speak in churches. But he never says anything about, I know he's a, a spiritual religious man, but he never brings it. He leaves his religion at the door mm-hmm. and he starts talking about economics because you can't do a damn thing with no money. All you're doing is trying to raise money. Freedom ain't free. That's right. Broke is broke in a capitalist society. You're living in capitalism. Get some damn money, make some moves, but you can't make, you don't hear, you don't see the Jews setting up a table that say, get out the vote. You don't see the Korean got a table to say, get out the vote, but you see black people sitting at the table. I'm going to register a million people. You mean you're going to register a million black people mm-hmm. for these white folks that you're running behind mm-hmm. so that you can get you a job. Okay. Yeah. We know what this is yeah. about. Right. We know what this is about. A third party will never work in this country. Of course it won't because you and your mind think you can't do it. And I can't say can't. Can't ain't in my vocabulary. Yep. If 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 Nat Turner said can't, he would have still been on the on the he would have died on the plantation. Yep. And Mabizi said can't. But come on, we don't say that word. Because we can do it. Oh, so you've been on this air speaking this for the longest. Yeah. Just I mean, eight you said seven years, eight years. Man, that's a lifetime to some. We got brothers that as soon as they turn fourteen years old in Baltimore, their their lives they they may not see fifteen, mm-hmm. sixteen, and it's wow. still happening. Right. It's still happening, and white people are serial killers. Oh, it's not on the news, but they they're killing each other, mm-hmm. whole family. But they want to show you that the black people that's being killed. We're gonna the boy here just said he's got a crime plan, a long term, long term. We need something right now, and Oshie, we have to balance. Mental illness in law enforcement. We have to balance it. And it's going to take, it's going to take a, you have to have a balancing act. Everything doesn't demand a strong arm, but everything also, some things demand a, a, a doctor. 
you know, we got to balance it, bro. We got to figure out how to do this and make it work because it can work. But the black community, nobody cares about you black people. Y'all don't get that. As long as you got something shiny and some music to listen to, weed legal now. We can all smoke pot. Huh. They smoking pot now like it's nobody's business. I bet they are. Which will, oh further, my God. which will further oh preclude God. them from being employable. I hear you, brother. Let me catch another. <laughs> let me catch another. Go ahead, first. go ahead, my brother. All right, hang I'm on. Listening. I'm listening. Yeah. Six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Hey, Oshi, what's happening? What's going on, Urban? To the rest of the brothers and sisters. Right on, right on. Jay. Um, How you doing today? I'm good. Today is um, June nineteenth. Today is June 19th. The federal government done gave you another holiday. Yes, that's the case. And now what was supposed to be your celebration, white folks go make money off of it, off of your back. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. They're going to have the day off just and like, they're going to make money like off of your back. Like they do every goddamn thing else in your life. Yeah, just like and they did. Just like they did. Nothing wrong with it. Just like they did Kwanzaa. Just like they did Dr. King's Day when they put it on that Monday. Dr. King's yep. sales and so. Of course, yes, you're right. Because this is theirs, not it's, ours. It's, yeah, you know that's why I always say it's a white man's country. It ain't your country. These Negroes are always trying to get a better position in this whiteness, and in the process, all it does is take away from your humanity. That's all. White folks ain't got no use for you. Matter of fact, to be even honest with you, white folks ain't got no use for most of their people. You know what I mean? And, you know, what what are you fighting with? What are you fighting for? You know what I mean? I always had to laugh when Ralph used to say, where the caskets at? You know? Because the bottom line is, that's all we're doing is placing ourselves in caskets. But, hey, man, you know, let's enjoy the day, I guess. People are going to do what they do. Put me on hold, O.T. I'll click back over later. All right, brother. All right. 202-202, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, O.T. You know, uh, Jay... Sometimes I disagree with Jay, but I'm 100 percent what he said today. You know, I don't never disagree with anybody completely, Jay. I don't want you to take that personally. But we, we view things different, right? We take, you know, we take sure. things different sometimes. I mean, exactly. I like blue; he might like green. You That's know, right. they both we need a shirt on. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. it's cool. But you know, he, the brother made. I mean, really, I don't know of a better way to say it. I can say it different. We are. We don't realize we are still and have only been in this culture slaves that's right we are modern day slaves yes that's what we are and once we we realize that people like nat turner and denmark Beasy saw what reality was and really should have been given us if they were not successful at least an idea and a plan and a mentality of what we need to do to get out of this condition then we might as well just suck it up and say, I'm going to live, you know, I'm going to die a slave. We got to be men. We haven't been, you know, and there's not enough of us. You know, I would love to have Jay and you and everybody else on our team. I, I you know, I don't want to yeah. lead nothing. 
I want to be a part of what is going on. No doubt. But I'm saying there's a certain there's a certain mentality in being a man. You don't want somebody abusing you. When I was a child, we got in fights because people abused us. That's right. But we sit around, we let white folks think, or white folks got us thinking, if you will, that we are part of this. We have never been a part of it, and we will never be a part of it. And that includes white men and women. Don't leave them out because they are the right. uh, both of them on the same team. It's like we're playing a chess game. We got, you know, no queen, <laughs> a couple, maybe a rook, no pawns, and they got, a, they got, they done, man. They dominate the chessboard. It's terrible. Because it's their game. It really you know, is. It's their game. And, so, and, yeah, it's and they gave you. That's the key. That, and, what, and what they give you, it. Rick, and the, they it. give you the illusion of inclusion. That's they right. make you believe. That's right. This is, your, your, this is just as much your, and it's never have been and never will be. You know, we have oh, been she, we have been perfectly. We have been designated a permanent underclass in this system. In this system, for those who it. make the money, they have to have us who want to buy. They got their picture. They got yep. their picture on. Even the money that you get got their picture to let you know who's running this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We 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 have missed the opportunity to develop a culture that uses barter where you don't have to use money, where you can use the produce of what you can come up with. Yes. You know, somebody might need some shoes. Somebody else got some eggs. Hey, we'll trade. You know, but we have we have done and followed the wrong leadership. Mm-hmm. We have followed the wrong leadership. I mean, God, God bless that. You know, God bless Dr. King, but that was the wrong leadership. Malcolm yeah. told us what we used to do. Elijah Muhammad yeah. told us what we need to do. And we haven't done it. It's like you haven't paid the rent, right. OG, for it, two months, two years, or 200 years in our case. And the, at least the man comes to put your shit out mm-hmm. and, and you want to complain. You well, What can you complain about? You haven't done what you should have done. Now you got to pay the consequence of it. That's called life. That's called life. Mm-hmm. And we have missed the boat, man. We got to, you know, we may have to walk from here to wherever we got to go. But we gotta do it. We gotta do we it. We are not gonna suck get it up. any do recompense. We're not gonna get any recompense from these people. They don't intend to give it to us. And the only way we will get it, Oshi, is to take it. Mm-hmm. If I gotta, and I'm not advocating, uh, and I know the F- FBI and everybody else are listening to the damn uh, radio station over at the NSA. Man, they monitor these stations like that's why they got rid of all the black stations back in the '90s, so they could. Basically, just uh, uh, have everything come to one channel, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I understand so that. They got yeah. People, yeah, yeah, they got people at the NSA, the mm-hmm. FBI, the local police department. They know who you are. They know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a damn. And they should know who me I am. Me either. Hey, what, listen. What I'm saying? I never, forget, I never forget when I was marching for uh, justice for this young brother who was killed by the police back in the early 80s. You know, And yeah. then also, too, I was involved yeah. in the ACP. And so, come to find yeah. out, said, "Well, you know, you know, the police got a dossier on you." No, they don't. They don't know. And they did. I was like, "Damn, really?" Every, you know. And I'm just doing every, this. And the yeah, fact man. that I too, in fact, too, that I was with the fire department and one of the uh, leaders with the black firefighters, you know. So I was doing this yeah. community shit involved. So yeah, they got a dossier. If you speak up, if you're out there on front, yeah, they got a dossier out on your ass, and they're monitoring you. 
they're looking at you. Constantly, 24-7. Yes. That's why they give away free cell phones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whole, the whole yeah. thing. I'm serious, man. Mm-hmm. That, that ain't freaking out of generosity. That's to make sure they constantly know where to find your butt when they hunt. Yeah. And so it hasn't changed. We are just modern-day slaves in a modern-day plantation, and these white folks are modern-day slave masters. And if we don't realize that people like Nat Turner and and Denmark Beasy and Gabriel Prosser knew what the solution to a fight is, if you're in a fight, the solution is not to petition the government to get off of your ass. The petition is to fight them with everything you got and be willing to die if that's what it takes and hope that somebody will come behind you, but at least you did your part. Right. At least you did your part. And that's at the point. At least you did your part. Do your that's part. That's what it comes down to. Right on. Hey, man. All right. Right so, on, you man. know, tell bro- you know all the brothers that call you, I constantly listen to, you know, you ought to have all of them on them sometimes, yeah. man. Because yeah. uh, then again, I don't know. That might be we need more than an hour than two hours for that, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> sure, brother. But uh, I appreciate right. you, brother. You too. You too. Thanks, Rick. Yes, sir. All right. Just hold on. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Uh, brother Paul. Brother Paul, what's up, man? Boboshi, can you hear me? I can hear you very well, my friend. Can you hear oh, very that's well. good. I, ha- I, ha- I have to check because sometimes when I use these headphones, for some reason you can't hear me. But uh, I'm glad it's gone through. Boboshi, um, the show is uh, about June the 19th, uh, Juneteenth, as you call it. And yes. I-, I say I-, I wasn't familiar with Juneteenth until I started listening to uh, the radio. Uh, I- and I don't think... Uh, the people who should know over this side have any idea what Juneteenth is. I've never heard anyone talk about it or even know about it. So uh, I, I, I'm not going to pretend that, that I have any. But I hear what you say. Uh, but And I'm listening very carefully. But I'm going to say this. This is what came to my mind when I was listening to the various callers. I, I'm probably, I'm not that young. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 53, yeah? I'm probably the youngest caller youngest in terms of the people who call here that's probably true that's probably true brother yes you are yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 because of that i think i have a totally different outlook to the people who are ringing in and speaking today i have a totally different and i was thinking to myself why do i have that different outlook i'm a grandfather i'm I'm the youngest here but i'm a grandfather of three children i started having children young my first daughter my daughter was born when i was 18 and i feel like although i'm listening to the conversation and I'm, and I'm a grandfather of three. I've got two grandsons and one granddaughter. I just feel like I can't afford to have the outlook. I just when I, Let me tell you how I feel when I hear it. I, it, I just feel, it's like, it's like in my mind says, no, I, can't, I just can't afford to have that outlook. I'm not going to have that outlook. I, I'm not going to have the idea that it's too late. I'm not going to have that idea ever. I'm never going to, uh, because to me, to have that idea is too late is is a form of giving up. It's a form of um, it's a form of um, disenfranchisement. It's a form of uh, it's a cop out. I feel yeah. not no disrespect. I feel it's a bit of a cop out. Look, in, in my lifetime, I, I I left school. I went into law. I worked in a legal office. Yeah, and I I, I had a job before I left school, and I, I did not think I couldn't be a lawyer. Not at all. I, I wasn't the most educated, but I knew I could be. And when I was in the environment, I was absolutely certain I was clever than the most of the people who I spoke to. I went to university. I paid for it myself. I went part-time. I paid for it out of my own pocket for work. 
when I was at university uh, in the class, I, I started saying to myself, are these people the real people who are going to go and lead anybody? Because I could talk better than... Hello? 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 All right. Oh, man. Once again, call brother, brother Paul was dropped. Hopefully he'll call back. That happens, doesn't it, family? But yes, um, you know, why I played that piece with Boris Crujo talking about, uh, well, let me catch, let me catch my sister, 404, 404, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing, my sister? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, thank you program is very interesting um and um i hope you get paul back on because i'm feeling what he's feeling sure and uh i feel like you know i have hope and i see the strength and the beauty of our people we you know we don't do not always need to disparage ourselves but it's good to uplift ourselves also because we are such a beautiful people all what we've gone through oppression and uh you know and and we you know still we stand and we rise and it's many of us that are awesome people i uh one of the brothers earlier spoke about the honorable lewis farrakhan and i i agree with that i said because um lewis farrakhan talking is important i mean malcolm x did a lot of talking and it's teaching and it's educating and i have talked to brothers that have told me that the Honorable Louis Farrakhan saved their life. Mm-hmm. You know, they said they, dug, sure. they he dug me out of the lows when I was in prison. Sure. And he's given them uh, direction and self-respect and, you know, just showed them how to love, you know, love our family and to respect us. So, and and that's important. Yes. I mean, that, that's important. And I feel like it's that there are... You know, our liberation is multifaceted approaches. We got all different types of approaches that we can take, and and I think you know, and um, we got the military. You got other ways too. And I don't, I'm not disparaging people that's marching because at least they're doing something. I mean, because some people just, you know, they just brainwash and just go along. And you know, if somebody gets murdered uh, by the by the um, police or something, you know. We, you know, as a people, we love our people, and we 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 feel a hurt and pain about that. And they're doing something. I mean, uh, you know, they they're working to get the the culprit uh, put in prison or whatever. And and I think that's better than just saying, well, you know, not doing anything. Just saying, well, that's just okay if if this if 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 he does it, the master does it, then that's okay. So I'm not I'm not putting them down. I mean, I feel like they're doing something, and and you know. You know, let's have direction of, of other, uh, you know, a, a, a way, different, you know, ways that, you know, we get to our liberation. Well, I think the bottom line is that there has to come a point of our struggle mm-hmm. where a solid group of us and, and from various entities, various walks, say this is the direction that we as African people must go. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt in my mind that we should be Pan Africanists. 
absolutely, should, there's no doubt in my mind that, mm-hmm. that and 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 that we in order to be serious about pan-africanism we need some functional unity and and and, can, and when you think about and talk about pan-africanism what you're talking about is it happening on the continent it's not going to happen here it's not going to happen anywhere in the diaspora it happens on the continent and what's ironic is that the continent is the most richest continent on the planet. The continent has all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay mm-hmm. for it. And you've heard that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because I'm going to always say it. We got a beautiful homeland. You know, yes. yes, that could sustain itself. Yes. In fact, yes, I'm definitely down for reparations because not to go for reparations would be to uh, do dishonor and disservice to our ancestors who suffered. But we have everything that we need right there in Africa at this very moment. Still, after hundreds of years of being plundered, hundreds of years of being raped, the only thing that prevents us from accessing that is our minds. We do not have control of our minds. Today on the Inyasasim, I read to you one of my favorite quotes uh, by Milana Karinga. Is that, you know, uh, 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 what he says? He says what? He makes sure that you that we have it. He says until we can break, until we can break the monopoly, the control, the vice grip that the cracker, the European, the oppressor has on our minds. Not only is our liberation impossible, it is unthinkable because what we can't conceive, we won't achieve. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, this is what I'm talking about is the liberation of the African mind. Because once that happens, free your, free your mind and your ass will follow. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. But, of course, when you understand the vice grip, you understand that tool. When you make that clamp on the vice grip, nothing can open that vice grip up. They got control. Bam, it's clamped. But there's a knob at the end of the handle of the vice grip. Understanding, requiring, and obtaining knowledge of self, reading, watching videos, all the things, immersing yourself in, in African culture and knowledge of self in our history yeah. that continues to turn that knob and now it's starting to loosen. The tension is off until finally you can open it up and the vice grip is off your mind. Not that you challenge white folks. To hell with white folks. They nothing. They suffer from cognitive dissonance. They ain't a damn thing that we can say or do that will change their mind about what they think of themselves and how it is their divine right they believe by their God to control every damn thing. No, to hell with them. It is about us talking with each other, encouraging each other, supporting one another, getting us to to close ranks and getting us to pull our resources, getting us to 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 work with Africans on the continent who understand that. If they're Africans that don't, there's a lot of them, there's a lot of them on the continent that don't understand it, they can bring their ass here. They can bring their ass here. We'll go there. They would like that. Yeah. Oh, they would love that. They love that. You know, something that Malcolm X says, 
and this is one of my favorite quotes. He says, we declare our rights on this earth That's to right. be a human being, to be respected as a human being, yes. to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. That's right. That's right. I say I say to Oh, yeah. But and I'm I'm with uh, you and with Brother Paul. I believe in our people and the victory of our struggle. I do too, by my sister. By any means necessary. Exactly. By any means necessary. Whatever it I takes. I say. I say. I say, my sister. Peace. Okay. That's right. By any means necessary. Give us a call at two one five four nine zero nine eight three two. Uh, Brother Paul. Yes, Brother Paul, we got your back. All right. Oh, thanks for that. I think the battery went a bit low on the phone. No, Baba Ochi, I don't want to blow my own trumpet and because that's not what it's about. But the truth of the matter is, Baba Ochi, it really stirs my spirit when I hear this kind of cop-out talk and this uh, defeatist. I, I have These are the only words I can use, and I'm not pointing at anybody. It's a defeat, it's defeatist talk because I know it's not true what they're saying. It's absolutely not true. It's not too late. It's never too late. If, they, if, if When a person says it's too late, they do not understand that time is just an illusion. Mm-hmm. The reason why we know these things, because we have access to information. But we know this now. Well, some of us do, because we have the intellect to work it out. Time is an illusion. Time, time in a three-dimensional world means that you move from one point to the other. That's what time means. But time in reality is a total illusion. And what that means is when you're dead, you're not really dead. The only thing which is dead is your physical being, but your spiritual being never dies. So you have to understand that. Now, the point I'm trying to make to you, Baba Ochi, and the reason why I raise that, because when people speak like that, they're not truly African. They are Negro-Peans, and that's no disrespect to them. I'll tell you why they're Negro-Peans, because their indoctrination, i.e. their education, is what's indoctrinating their mind. If you truly know yourself, you know there's no concept of death. There's no concept of death. You know, they talk about in the pyramid, they were preparing for death. Oh, they had these big pyramids to, so that the Pharaoh, it wasn't preparing for death or no afterlife. He, they knew that there was no death. It was just a moving on period. It was just a travel. You traveled on. Okay? That's what it is. Okay? Now, you know, the reason why we talk about, oh, it's too late or we're going to, because we are indoctrinated, we become Negro-Peans, and that's our mindset. And this, I, and even and I, when I say that, Baba Ochi, I'm talking about myself as well, because I'm suffering from the indoctrination. But every day I have to rewatch that's my right. brain. That's right, exactly, and every fight. day. Right, Baba Ochi, right, and I have to fight back against it. And, it, and I tell you what, it does help me when I hear this sort of talk, this cop-out, defeatist talk, it helps me because it stirs up something in me and it makes me realize how wrong they are. And they are wrong. And, and I have to be honest with you, they're wrong. Because as much as they think they know, they don't really know. They don't know that they don't really know. They don't know that they don't know. So, Baba Osha, I'm just going to say this here. Yeah? I'm just going to say this. It's not too late for us. It's never too never. late. It's never. We are, the, we, are the, we are the beginning and we are the end. That's right. We, we're the alpha. We, we are the alpha and the omega, right. dear brother. Yes. Go ahead. Right. When, you tr- when you truly, let me tell you something, right? This, this is what I'm saying. This is how lost some of us are. If, if I, I live, I'm born in England, right? I'm born in England. My parents came from Jamaica. So they have a, a slightly different perspective to me. I listen to them when I, as I grew up. 
And as I got older, I realized they saw things completely different. And the reason being is I don't, I know what I, I'm born up into. So I have a different view of it. But I'm going to say this. I realized something being born in England here, yeah, uh, with the conflict between the English and the Irish and the Scottish and the Welsh. I've seen it and understand it. Uh, when the Irish used to uh, uh, try to bomb up the place, the IRA, yeah? They wanted to kill English by bombs. They were murdering them. We still have the IRA. They're still active in Ireland. Now, I thought about this. You know something? When, when Marcus Garvey tried to take the African-Americans out of Africa and bring them back, out of America and bring them back to Africa, the FBI had a problem with it. The American government had a problem. And the reason, really, the American government had a problem with it because it can't do without you. That's the real reason. Because the truth of the matter is, if you left, if every African-American was to get up and leave there tomorrow, the whole system would collapse. Because I'll tell you what happened. The Irish, the first thing that would happen, the Irish would turn on the English. It would happen tomorrow. I'm telling you as fact. I'll bet my whole money on it because it's happening here. And the root of America is here. It's in England and Ireland. Right, Joe Biden is from Ireland. His parents' ancestors from Ireland. If tomorrow you blacks got up and left there, they would turn on each other like it's like you never could see in your life. You are the barrier between them destroying one another. You're the barrier. The greatest, they talk about the Great World War. 64 million people died in 64 million people died in the Second World War. That was a white world war. These people kill each other at will. So, and we're the barrier. We're the only reason why they're not killing it, because they use us as, as an excuse. And you better recognize that. So when people talk like, it's too late, we can't do this and we can't do that, they don't know who... Hello, Brother Paul. Brother Paul, he back off again. Hope you can call us back. We still got a little time. Uh, 267, 267, good afternoon. Yeah, you know, uh, Brother Osher, I'm, I'm hearing Brother Paul, and I heard the sister before him. And I wanted to ask Brother Paul a question. Brother Paul, are you a, like you said, you live in England. And to be free, that means I can do what I want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm free. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you saying you're not a captive? You have a different perspective than that. Mm-hmm. If they release the bobbies. If they release those bobbies on you over there in England, I was over there in England for like a, a 10 days one time, mm-hmm. and it's similar to America. You're saying that you have the power and might to fight against the bobbies, which is their military arm. Brother, uh, yeah, 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 go ahead. Go, go ahead, Brother Paul. Did, did, well, all did, I got from is that is that Brother Ralph? All yep, I got it's from Ralph. Him yes, is, it's uh, Ralph. He has a he has a question. I didn't hear the question. If you could, um, yeah, go ahead, Ralph. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> I, I said uh, like you know I, what my conversation was that we are captives here because we we and and and, and to be honest, we are. Our minds are captive and and our physical bodies because if they release their military arm, which are called the police, on us. Who do we have, or how uh, could we break out of that? I, I mean, you know, because I'm listening to you very well, but I think to uh, a, a way to get to the solution is to end up practicing a little bit of humility. And right now, they, I mean, they got everybody in a bind. Not only 
us, but other people too. But I'm talking about primarily us. We are captive. We were bought here as captives. I don't see any difference now because of our thinking situations. So I'm asking you, uh, could you let me know exactly how you see that? Because if England releases those bobbies on you, that means they have might over you, which means you are a captive. So I just want to hear your answer to that. Well, let me put it. Let me put what's happened. Let me explain what's happened. I think since we've got here in England, yeah, this idea that if they release our, our um, the bobbies on us, so so just like America, so many uh, black males have been killed in police custody, murdered in police custody. We had an uprising in Tottenham where a police officer was stabbed to death. P.C. Blakebrook, he was murdered and stabbed to death. One of my relatives was actually picked up for that murder and spent um, three years on remand. He was an innocent person. He's now passed away. So I know about, we talk about the bobbies, we, we've had the conflicts. Like I said to a policeman, not someone ago got stabbed to death in, a, in an uprising. We've had all that, the toxic riots, the Liverpool riots. It's ongoing, just like in America. It's no different. Apparently, I've heard statistics that um, the amount of blacks in prison in England, black males in prison is, per capita, because obviously you're a bit more proportional over that, is larger here than it is in America. So you can understand that we're under the, exactly the same regime. But the point yes. that I'm making is this, is that this, despite that fact, we, we haven't got, we don't make arms. Why we don't make arms, I think, is because of our mentality. We have a de just like the talk I'm hearing, we have a very defeatist uh, uh, mentality. In actual fact, what do we make? If I listen to Baba Ochi, Baba Ochi tells me that in one of the richest, prosperous places in America, Atlanta, where he lives, you don't even have a damn supermarket, okay? And, and to me, that's down to mentality. Because if you, if you listen to Carter G. Woodson, he tell you that the first thing you do is you start at street level, you, you control all the street level, all the, all the handcarts and stuff, and you work your way up. But no, every Negro wants to start and be like the man. and where the, be the Please answer the question. Oh, listen, I'm answering, give me an opportunity to get to it, my brother. So what I'm saying to you, Bobby, it's a ridiculous question to ask me if we can fight against the Bobbies because we haven't got the military arm, as you know that. That's a ridiculous question. Have we got the armory to fight against them? But we fight against them every day, Bob. We fight against the system every day. Just like we they do. Just like we do yeah, here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. We have That's no military arm. Ask, ask me a question like that, brother, in all due respect. Is a ridiculous question because you can't stand up against the American army tomorrow. But saying that, though, brother, saying that, saying that, I'm going to say this: all the powers of the world came together against men with rags around their heads and rags around their feet in sandals in Afghanistan, and you could not stand up to them. They ran you all out. Okay, you went to Vietnam, right? Stand up against people who were just wearing sandals fighting in the dirt. So what does that tell you? Again, I'm telling you, it's our mentality. Our mentality is one of cowardness. And it's not me saying you. It's mm. not me saying that. Mm. Um, uh, addicted to what? What's the guy who's addicted to what? He told you. He said you're a bunch of... Yep, addicted to white. In the... All right. Yep, all right, all right Paul. Got it off again. Wait, In fact, it's time to get one, off. Because that's his time. I was waiting for one specific answer, but <laughs> I understand. Okay. All right, then. Well, listen, right, brothers, brother, I got to get off anyway. Enjoy the conversation. Right on. It's that time. Brothers and sisters, we end this program.
like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day on this Juneteenth day, 2023. Shem Hotep, that means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahadier, Bibi Fahadier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a, a blessed day, and I hope to see you on Wednesday. Peace, family.